1: Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Apologies, we're a little late. We're waiting on Joe, but it looks like Joe's going to be a few more minutes, so we want to get started, and we'll bring him on as soon as he gets here. I know he wants to talk about the ranch, next steps, maybe going on tour, lots of things he wants to talk about. So I'll save that bit for him, and we're going to get started today with talking about the border because the updates from the border are truly terrifying. Mr. Producer, I just want to verify that you got those cuts I sent over. You don't have to answer, just uh, I did send over some cuts. Um, the videos are incredible. Now, Telemundo had reported that this caravan is going to total 95,000 people. Some of the videos that we've seen doesn't look like 95,000 people. Other videos we've seen looks easily in the tens of thousands. And what we're hearing is that as they go through Mexico, right, apparently today they've already made it, 30, 40 miles, I think. I think they started the end of yesterday. They ended yesterday at like 20 miles north of Tapachula, the, the city in southern Mexico that they left from. So eventually they're going to start hopping on buses, start hopping on trucks, hitchhiking. We, what we've seen from past caravans is that they're actually probably going to have chartered buses. Last time this happened under Trump, we were able to track down some of the financing and found some uni- United Nations. Um, linked groups were actually paying for buses and also even found that the Mexican government was paying for buses in some areas just because they wanted to get the migrants through Mexico as fast as possible so they didn't cause any trouble for them. But eventually they're going to hop on cars, in cars and buses, on trucks. A lot of times they'll just hang on the edge of a truck and just ride. And when that happens, they're going to make up tons of ground. So walking, they're a couple weeks out if they walk the entire way but they're not going to walk the entire way. So probably looking at a week before they get to the border. Maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but around a week. And when they get here, Joe Biden's going to let them all in. He's going to let them all in. Go remind everyone, I've been saying the last couple of days, the Let's Go Brandon t-shirts are done. So if we go to my screen, Mr. Producer, you can head over to store.conservative-daily.com and pick up your Let's Go Brandon t-shirt available in blue, in black, and in navy. So again, that's store.conservative-daily.com. Also, you can find that link in the description. So I sent over those cuts. Let's go ahead and play the first one. This is this happened over the weekend. I posted this on, on Telegram. This was reported, the media reported more than 50,000. So when I saw that, I said, oh, they're under-reporting it because all the other outlets, the Mexican outlets, local outlets, were saying 95,000 a couple of days ago. But this is a a real mob. Tens of thousands of people, if not approaching that 90,000 estimate from before. They reached a part on the highway where the Mexican um, military national guard, whatever forces it were, it was, they set up a roadblock and they decided to try and stop the caravans from pushing through. Well, they didn't really try because the caravan cut through that roadblock like a hot knife through butter. Let's go ahead and play this cut number one. And that's it. It took them all of 20 seconds. It took them all of 20 seconds. cut it. It took them all of 20 seconds to bust through the Mexican government's roadblock. 20, 30 seconds, and they're through. All of them through. The, the guard isn't chasing anyone down, not trying to arrest anyone. And if this had happened under Trump, you know what Trump would do? Trump would say, oh, you're not going to actually defend your southern border or we're cutting your your foreign aid. We're cutting the benefits that we give you. We're going to tax remittances. See, Trump played hardball. When Mexico refused to enforce its southern border, Trump went after them and forced them. Because as much as Mexico probably wants to help these people reach the United States, they care more about continuing to access American uh, foreign aid money. That's what they really care about. It's not even even a comparison. Uh, Do I want the billions of dollars from the United States or do I want a bunch of Central and South Americans to be able to walk through? I'll take the billions. So that was Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. I want to show you what it looks like today. Because the caravan is still going again between 20 and 30 miles north of where that other video was taken. Let's go ahead and play this. Cut two. So that was a little bit south. My mistake. That was a little bit south of where that confrontation was. But you can see the caravan just goes as far as the camera can see. Just keeps going. It's a sea of people. These aren't migrants. These aren't immigrants. These are. This is an invasion. And we welcome Joe in right now. Joe, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, how you doing?
1: Good, good, good. We got. We had to get started. We tried waiting for you, but we had know, to get started. I know, I
0: know. And, and if everybody only knew just what my day looked like, I, I don't even know. Maybe we should have a day where people get to follow me around. You guys hear me all right? You can follow me mm-hmm. around and see that um, you just... I never have time. I just am constantly moving from place to place and things to things that, um, we've got a lot of cool things we're building out for Pidoxa, obviously to payment processing and make sure we take care of all those people that have been canceled. And then we have email carriers that are canceling people. And we have, I wanted to show you something. I think that, Hey, can you, can you go grab really quick, Mr. Producer, grab that award at a, at a, a, uh, K's office. Um, if you would, uh,
1: is it, is it a leg lamp? Is a prestigious no.
0: award. So, so listen. Uh, those of you guys know that I stepped down as the CEO of uh, Penn Business Network, and um, I, I had to. I was forced to divest, and uh, you know, as a result of me standing up and doing the things that I've done, um, you know, it's been a it's been a rough road of being railroaded by some of the people that we've been partnered with for many years. Right. So we've done a lot of great things for some universities. We've done a lot of great things for um, some really big clients across the nation. And so we've had a couple of them that have decided that they don't want to support um, anyone that would uh, stand up for being American. And so we've gladly let them go. But I've had, to, I've had to, to do a lot of divesture. But one of the things that I thought was amazing is I got a phone call from the uh ceo of pin and and by the way i'm going to plug them selfishly just because i want them to do well but uh we've received multiple awards over the years at pin and uh you know that i got a phone call that said hey look we just want to thank you for all the work that you did over the last nine years and so they got this award for um, uh should have done a leg lamp yeah, well, it's a award for um, Colorado companies to watch 2021. So just another award that we received, I say we, it's not even a we anymore. It's kind of tough to say, but um, if you if you need anything related to data or BPO services, um, if you need uh, agency services, if you need video services, um, they do that very well. You can go to PinBN dot com, and they will take great care of you. They they probably represent some of the biggest companies out there. And, um, you know, they've gone through a little bit of a transition because, frankly, um, it, it's hard when the founder of a company takes a stand so courageously out there. And, you know, some of the people that worked inside of the business didn't necessarily share my views but they respected me because they knew the heart of me Um, but then you have clients that call up and say hey listen i appreciate all that you did but we're leaving at the end of the contract term and they get asked a question by someone in the company and they go why and they and they blatantly come out and say well we're leaving because of joe you know because we we have some pressure to leave you because uh, his political ideology is not aligned with mine or with the CEO or with the chancellor the chancellor Um, and frankly it's it's difficult to watch people fail because they see that as a failure um, because I took a stand that I thought was necessary for the country so anyway um, nice to see that they actually got an award and they actually turned it over to me and said hey this why don't you keep this um, even though you know I'm no longer there so pretty cool that's pretty it. cool, pretty cool. That's so before you,
1: before you got in, we were talking about the caravan. And I yeah. found the video that I thought I had. I, I pulled a different one. If we go to my screen, Mr. Bruce, we don't have to play it with audio. Just look at the sea of people, if you go to my screen. The sea of people. And yes, right in the front are the strollers. So apparently they're going to walk through the entire country of Mexico with strollers. And you can see this is just a sea of people it goes all the way until you can't really see the road anymore all the way back. And this video is a couple minutes long or like a minute and a half long. Um, we have to play the whole thing, but they are chanting at the front. We lost you. Oh, they're chanting at the front Biden. We are coming.
0: Yeah. Biden, we are coming. Here's what they need to know. Here's what they need to know. You ready? We're coming too. We're coming to the border, and you're not coming across the border. And either, and this is what this is what everyone needs to understand. I I don't need to compromise. I don't need to be nice. The people down there don't need to be nice. If the government, if lawlessness becomes law, and we cannot enforce the laws of our country, then it is under contract. You are contracted, under contract by this thing called the Constitution to uphold the law when they don't. We don't have to tolerate lawlessness. We don't have to tolerate a DA that lets gangbangers get in street fights with guns. We don't have to tolerate that. We don't have to tolerate any of it. We don't. All we have to do is step up and say, here's the law, you're letting them break it, get out. And when it comes to the border, we're gonna have two, 300,000 people down there at the border, and now what? I don't care if you got sixty thousand people. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you put the women and children at the front. Nobody's coming into our country. We're finished. We're done.
1: They're letting and them I, all
0: in. They're going to let them all in. They're not going to let them. all Joe,
1: in. if this reaches one hundred and fifty thousand, which it, it entirely could, right? Because yeah. every town they go through, they're going to pick up migrants who have just been chilling there. And once they get to the border, all the tens of thousands of, of migrants waiting to cross, they're going to join this. Right. Yeah. When when, there, it hit, when it hit, when it reaches. Oh, you gotta mute your laptop. When this reaches 150,000 at the border, even if they took every single border patrol agent from the entirety of the Canadian border and the Mexican border, which they can't because then you'd have the rest of the border unsecure. But even if they could take every border agent and bring them to the spot where the caravan's gonna cross, the caravan would
0: still outnumber border patrol agents eight to one. Well, then guess what we do? We get 300, 400,000 people of Americans down there with AR-15s and say I'm defending my country.
1: Biden Guys, will lock you up so fast. He'll say you're an insurrectionist. Say you're a terrorist. Let's go.
0: Yeah, let lock- him I lock us up. I can't so fast. even I'm not believe you're even idea. saying this, Max. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's saying a bad idea. This. I'm just I'm telling you that that's what will happen. I don't really care. At what point do we allow lawlessness to become the rule of law? I can't even believe you're even having this conversation. I can't even believe you're actually tying another string around my ankle and saying, "Oh, you can't not do it." Anything. They're coming in. They're not coming in. No, they're no not I'm not coming into no, our country. I'm not saying you can't because do that two I'm to three will arrest people you immediately. Let's go, and they're going to arrest four hundred thousand other people. How are you going to do well, it? Well, I mean, Max? If, if you get that many, if you get you that many, that, then Max? you
1: have the same you have the same situation where you'd have sixteen patriots for every one border patrol agent. You'd have the same situation, but you have to have numbers. I mean that's why the Bundy standoff worked because they had numbers.
0: If it was just if it was but just you're a couple sitting people, here saying it there's work. nothing we can do about it. You actually said that out of your mouth. You actually said there's nothing we can know. do about it. That's not what I said. We
1: can roll the tape. I said you go down there, they're going to arrest you immediately.
0: Okay, they arrest me immediately. Now what? For now what? The, the illegal aliens still come in. They're not coming in. They're not coming in because the Americans that are watching this and the Americans that are out there need to actually see this as a battle call. This is the line in the sand. We're going to fix our election system by throwing all of these trashy piece of garbage election companies out that have stolen your voice. And we're going to get to the border and we're going to make sure they don't come in. And if they try to come in, we're all going to be armed. And you can sit here and tell me all day long, twice on Sunday, that we can't, they'll come in. No, no, they won't come in.
1: What happens? What happens if if you're staying there armed and they keep walking towards you?
0: You beat the living crap out of them. That's what you do.
1: You beat the living crap out of out oh, of yeah. a out of a pregnant woman? No, you can't do that. We we, we have to beat this with policy. You're going to beat the hell out of a pregnant woman? I never you're said beat the I hell, out, the out, hell out of those kids crap. in the strollers? I'm done
0: with your mouth, Max. I never said no, that. I'm, don't I'm act just, like a liberal lefty. Don't do it. Don't sit here and put words in my mouth I didn't say. I'm just I didn't trying to understand. You're, you're sitting here saying, "Oh, it's a pregnant woman." Whose side are you on, Max? Pick a side. I'm,
1: I don't want the pregnant woman to come in. I don't. I don't want anchor babies to come in, right? I, I don't want that at all. But I, I don't. I listen. If there's anything you we can sit do there down there, tell great. you when I
0: say that I'm going to kick their teeth in, you go straight to the oh, the pregnant woman. You're going to beat the pregnant woman. And well, that's, who they, that's who they sent the first. There was more. Thugs that's who they sent there. first. There's more thugs in that group. I could take all the thugs out. And they the pregnant women, the women and children, children will let first. Border Patrol handle them first. We'll let Border Patrol handle them and all the men, they'll be pushed back. Get out of the country. And then they could take those people that are pregnant, the pregnant women, and we'll put them on caravans and we'll drive them back across the border to the nearest town and we'll say, here you go, stay over there. But you and know that Biden's later, not going to do that. I don't Biden won't do Biden. that. Biden, Biden whole will put point, them on a bus don't bring them I don't, the I, Look, I don't even know how to have a conversation with you right now. I don't even know how to do it. I don't know how to do it because you want to sit here and say that there's nothing we can do. It's hopeless. He's just going to let him in. Not, that's not what I said. This I country said, it, it, the is of the people for the people, people by the people. What, what do you expect? We, what do you expect people to do then? Just stay home? Let Biden do what he wants? Destroy I, I this country? No. No, Max. No. See, you, you're... What you're willing to sacrifice is not the same thing as many Americans are willing to sacrifice. They're willing to stand up because our country is under invasion. We got women that are getting, that are getting raped in the middle of daylight. And people are watching it happen. Citizens. We, we by had, illegal we had immigrants. 7.
1: I'm, all I'm saying is we had 1.7 million illegal aliens come in the country last year. And we didn't have one si- single case of an armed citizen getting arrested for trying to stop them. I'm not saying that, that it couldn't work if you had enough of them, but I'm just saying we had 1.7 million. We're getting 1 million in the country every four months. The, the fastest way to stop this is
0: through policy, because the minute you go okay. to one border right, checkpoint, let's, though, let's, they're going to rush another go one. Go ahead. Let's, let's just say that you're right through policy. Let's say through policy. How do you have an illegal coup on this country? by a bunch of leftist people that do wanna do nothing but hurt this country and and, and erect any policy when your vote doesn't even count? When it doesn't count, how do you do it? Gonna take a real
1: quick break from this interview to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your family. Should any of you ever suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital? We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. We don't get to choose where disaster strikes and it's not just people who fall off the side of a mountain or get lost in the woods who need to be airlifted you'd be shocked to learn just how many people in the suburbs and the cities have to be flown by hospital to hospital by a helicopter and it can be very expensive. Over sixty grand in some cases. Well, don't let it bankrupt your family. Sign up with Network, and it's going to only cost you $85 for one year, and that covers your entire household. And as a bonus, when you sign up using the link in our description, AirMedCareNetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, we're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, go to AirMedCareNetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily to get up to $50
0: back. Tell me, please tell me. I'd love to hear how a policy, when they can't even get anything done now other than spend our money at a reckless pace and let people in illegally and give people everything that we have. You tell me, Max, how we can make it through policy. You tell me. I think policy oh. time is over. state the of Texas is doing is over. it. With what? state of Texas is doing it. state of Texas sued the Biden administration and oh are forcing gosh.
1: Biden to reimplement the no. Remain in okay. Mexico policy.
0: All right. This is how are you going to listen? How are you going to have them sue the Biden administration? Would that take another two years? Another no, it's, it's get getting impl- it's, it's getting implemented in the next two weeks. Uh, two so weeks. it's by a race time, against time. 150,000 people will be across the border. I'm trying to get people to go to the border right now, go, right now, go to the border, get 300,000 people to the border right now. Why would we not do that? Why would we not take the time to go down there and defend our nation? Why? And by the way, if you send two, three, 400,000 people down to the border, what do you think the outcome will be? What do you think the outcome will be? You no, know, if you can send that, all I'm saying is yeah,
1: you have to have the numbers because when one border patrol agent rode a horse, the horse, they, they treat it like it was a weapon of mass destruction just because he was on a horse. He held the reins in his hand, and for one week, that guy was branded as a complete racist. He's off. His, he's out of his job. You just they're, they're, literally they're gave and fire the radical prosecutor.
0: left. You just rid- literally no, gave I, the radical left a soundbite of "Are you guys going to beat up pregnant women because I said I'm going to kick somebody's teeth in?" So no, now I'm, it's going to be the next story, Max, and you're going to be the one to perpetuate it. You'll be the one to no, perpetuate I'm, I'm it. So create a soundbite, and I'll become the bad guy because Joe wants to beat up pregnant women on the border. You, you don't even realize no, some saying. of the stuff you say or when you say it. You don't realize it. You just mouth off and act like there's nothing we can do. I'm not saying there's nothing
1: we can do. I've At nev- no, no point have I said there's nothing we can do. At no point in this conversation have I ever said that. I just said that you, you have to be really careful, Joe, because if you go down there and you, I don't have and you to be cross careful. any line, I didn't they're going to throw line. you in jail Which and lock line? away the key. The
0: line of our country, that line, Max, the line that says this is the border, that's your country, this is our country. The one that says that I'm tired, that there's women and, and f- there's husbands and, and wives that are working 80 hours a week, both of them, to put food on the table here, and you want to come here and get more free stuff, which makes it harder for everyone that's an American here to live? That one? Or the one where we pay 52% or six months out of the year, we're a slave, and we should bring more people in to enslave the people even more? That one? Which one, Max? Which one? Because I know right now that Americans are tired. Americans are tired of working their tail off, watching their kids go out and get indoctrinated at at schools, and they come back for what? For what? They work all of this time to give money to the government so the government can say, you don't matter, and, ho, come on in. Which one, Max? Max, what's more important right
1: now? All I've, all, I, this whole time, ever since we started this podcast, I've always just tried to be the little angel on the shoulder who just says, "Hey, just watch out for this. If you do it this way, it might be bad, Joe. If you go to the border with a gun and you assault anyone, they will get you on assault with a deadly weapon charge, and you'll, they'll just throw you away." I'm, I'm, that's all I'm saying. We, we <laughs> have I'm to down be there smarter with three, about it.
0: Four hundred thousand people. You're not arresting anyone. I'm going to use this thing called the Constitution, and I'm going to protect my country right? And, if, and if, if that's a shot heard across the, uh, across the world, then great, let it be. Let it be, Max. We, we don't sit here and let them infiltrate our company, country and take everything from us. You don't just sit here and do that. You don't. And you don't sit on your hands and hope to God that the people that are in position of power that we just got done talking about are complete trash and a judiciary that's completely compromised and say, I hope they do, a good, I hope they do the right thing by us. We should just sit back and wait because they've done such a great job up till this point. I haven't said that. I haven't advocated that for sure. The reality of where we are right now, the reality of where we are is that we, we don't have, we don't have the luxury of waiting and hoping. Hope is not a strategy. And telling me that I got to have another 150,000 people as a story every single day, is about another American who literally is being a victim of people that come across here illegally and we're supposed to let it happen. Let us become victims. I'm out. I'm out. I want to take care of the people that are here. That's what I want to take care of. Not take care of people that are coming across the border and just want more handouts from me. I'm out. I'm out. I've done enough and I continue to do enough. And by sitting here saying that you don't matter, you're just a slave, and let's bring in more slaves, because that's what they're doing. Let's bring in more slaves, come on, bring them in. All for political power and jockeying, positions of power and greed, that's it. And they want us to have compassion, except for not for the people in our own country. I'm out, I'm out, out, out. Well,
1: listen, I'm not saying it couldn't work, it's just, you gotta be careful. You, you have to be careful because you.
0: You live your life sitting on the couch with a keyboard. I'm going to live my life trying to defend people in this country. And, Max, I'm not going to sit there and just wait. Oh, you know, they might arrest you. Okay, they might. They might arrest me. So what? At what point does the, the sovereignty of our nation mean something? At what point is an invasion on our country without one bullet being fired something we should be okay with? As we lead ourselves into ultimate destruction, Let me remind everyone again, in Philadelphia, on a train, there is a woman that was raped in broad daylight, horrifying rape, and somebody videoed it, and 30 people didn't even call the police, and watched this criminal, who had already been arrested for sexual assault before, rape a woman in the middle of the day on a train, a citizen. One of our countrymen, a man and woman who belongs here, raped. And, you know, for those of you that can't understand my frustration, let me just tell you this, what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. This isn't about me wanting to, you know, keep the borders, oh, let's keep them, oh, everyone's a rapist, everyone's illegal, is a bad person. That's not what this is about. There are two things at play right now. One, do I fill the jelly bean jar with people that can kill me, with jelly beans that can kill me? Do I? The answer is no. Same reason, same philosophy I use when we're talking about the vaccine, same philosophy I use when we talk about other things as well. Do I fill it with jelly beans that can kill me? And do I take the chances of roulette with people that don't belong here? And the second of which is financial burden. We're at the largest deficit we've had in the last 30 years you bring more people into this country. That's not more people that go and start working. That's more people that create more burden for me, for you. And they're not talking about in Congress how to make these people citizens. They're talking of in Congress about giving people money, giving people opportunity, throwing things at them. I ain't giving them citizenship. I ain't giving them citizenship. So why don't we just create a citizenship across the globe, right, why don't we just give everybody a citizenship?
1: That's just their plan. A...
0: That's their plan. I, I, have, I have no words. I have no words for what we're dealing with right now as it relates, as it strictly relates to the fact that I'm tired. You're tired. The people, you're, you're t- tell me the people you're listening right now, tell me you're not tired. Tell me when's the last time you didn't work eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Tell me the last time you didn't sweat to make money, to put food on the table for your family. Tell me about those times that you worked eight or 10 or 16 or 18 months straight, where it's 60, 70, 80 hours a week to put food on on the table, not see your wife, not see your children. And when you do see your children, you're so tired and exhausted by just putting food on the table, trying to give them opportunity because you want to bring home the bread that you lose sight of everything in your life that's important. Your wife and your children. You want to know why men go out and do things that they shouldn't do? It's because that stuff burns out at home because it's it's like a drain on them because they don't get time to come down off of that because they're working so hard just to give a better life. It's like the thing, a better life. It's not the American dream anymore. It's just making it. And for what? So let's bring more people in because you're my daddy and we're going to treat you like a slave and we're going to enslave you even more. Or we're gonna do more to hurt you and more to take away from you and more to make you someone that doesn't matter. That's my problem, Max, is that we don't look at what the damage is being done to the people in this country. If you're in the inner city, you can't get an education. You have a 1% or 2% chance of getting an education that'll get you past a 12th grade reading level, or excuse me, 8th grade reading level. You're graduating, got a 1 or 2% chance of getting past a 8th grade reading level. The 98% graduate, they'll be lucky if they can read at a 50% or 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 a 5th grade reading level. And you want to bring more people in and you want to tell them about social justice and you want to do all these things to make them feel like they're being oppressed as you oppress them. And you want me not to get mad about 150,000 people coming across the border for what? to destroy our nation, there's no other reason on the planet that you could give me to say that we should be allowing people to come in across the border and leaving it open, unless you're trying to destroy the fiber, the foundation of this company, country. And so what are we supposed to do? I'm not gonna sit back and watch it happen, neither should you. You get 300,000, 400,000 people down there on the border, have people come in, get three or four million people, and you just stand there at the border, and you send them back, and you know what? You send them back to another country in Guatemala. Like, well, I'm from Mexico. Sorry, you're getting dropped off in Guatemala. Well, I got to get home. That's your choice, not mine. And you'd say, well, that's heartless. No, it's not. What's heartless is what we're doing to Americans. That's heartless. Opening the borders and creating free environment for people is destroying us. It's taking from us. We don't even have food on the shelves at grocery stores right now. And you want to bring another 150,000 people in, so they can what? Deplete it even more, make it harder for us to live. A million every four months.
1: A million every four
0: months. Think about that, people. Think about it. Think about what we're really because dealing with.
1: There's gonna there's gonna reach a time where it's where it is the time to do patriot stuff. I'm deliberately censoring myself so that the producers don't have to have to uh, edit it. Eventually, it's gonna be time for all of us to do patriot stuff. That's where we, we get our guns and we march. If we have to decide, is this that time? Because if 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 you're the only one out there, and there's no one behind you, it's game over, right? Well, I don't I don't so, think that
0: that's going to be the. I don't believe that's going to be the case. I don't believe that that's the case. I don't believe that I'll be the only one down there. I don't believe I'll be even remotely the only one down there. You know, my job right now, my job is to, is to wake people up. That's my job. My job is to act and execute, that's what I do. I act and execute, act and execute. I execute in technology, I execute. I mean, I built the company, I saw, hey, people were being the platform, I'm gonna go build this platform called Pidoxa, and we're gonna do Pidoxa Pay, and we'll have the ability to do all that. I went through this process of getting people to make sure that we had the full gamut of what was necessary in order for for us to be successful collectively. I did that, went through all the process, did the same thing for email and for texting, and built all this entire platform because I knew that there was a need for it. And now there's a need, there's a need for us. There's a need for those that are sitting at home right now. I don't care who you are, grab your musket. And I would say, and you'd say, well, I don't want to go to the border armed. Yes, you do. No, if you're going to go to the border,
1: you go armed in some some capacity. You don't go to the wild west without anything. They
0: raped a nine-year-old girl, an illegal immigrant, illegal, raped a nine-year-old girl, literally on the sidewalk in a border Texas town, raped her. You have have no idea the rage inside of me. I have a daughter. The rage inside of me knowing that a nine-year-old girl was raped by an illegal, someone that doesn't belong here, raped, wasn't here for a good life. And you would say, Joe, there's so many good ones. I would tell you yes. Yes, there's a ton of good ones. And I don't like the immigration policy. I don't like it. I think it's broken. I think it's designed to give lawyers $20,000, $40,000 to get a green card. I think it's absurd. I think what they've done by creating victims of people in the United States also makes victims of those who want to come here for a better life. But that's not the answer. The answer isn't having open borders where we make it unsecure or insecure, where terrorists come in with them, where dirty sure. bombs make their way to our shores. And if you don't think that that's what's already happened, I promise you it has. We, we are going to deal, mark my words, we are going to deal with an attack on our soil, on one of our, our cities, where it kills tens of thousands, or, or thousands, if not tens of thousands, of our American citizens, and injures tens of thousands more. We're going to deal with that because of the radical left. It's, it's, not a, it's not a if it happens, it's when it happens. And so if you want to know how pissed off I am, you try telling me that I can't go to the border and protect my country, Ah, I got to tell you something. They have turned this country into cartel land where it doesn't matter about you and I. And so my job is to wake you up. My job is to tell you what we need to be doing, and frankly, and doing it, and standing beside you, not just talking about it, but being about it. I put myself out there. I put myself out there and didn't want to do it. Could have drank a Mai Tai, could have gone to Belize or somewhere else, place where there, you know, I could just go scuba diving and drink Mai Tais and read books. I love to read and never have to deal with any of this, but yet I stepped in the gap. And you have other people that say, oh, Joe, quit saying, step in the gap. Let's just get to it. No. The call is not to violence. The call is to prevent violence. And if in the, in the act of preventing violence there is violence thrust upon us, then we will react with equal or probably and more likely unequal application of said violence.
1: Uh, don't say that. Equal violence. Equal proportional for legal reasons, proportional, <laughs> trust me, for legal reasons, proportional, there's a way to do it though. Like what you're talking about, there is a way to do it. And if we go to my screen, Mr. Producer in Kinney County, they are deputizing citizens, just every day, every day, average Joe's, the, the County Sheriff he's deputizing citizens to perform law enforcement functions. So there's a way to legally do this. There's a way to do this where you're protected. Um, and I think we're going to see more and more of these counties, more of these sheriff's departments going down this path because then you have qualified immunity. You've qualified immunity. Well, as long as you're doing your job, and you're making a good faith effort to do the job that you have been given. You cannot be sued. You cannot be prosecuted simply for doing your job. You have to do something truly egregious for, for them to go after you. So this is the way to do it. And I think you're going to see a lot of these sheriffs starting to deputize more and more people to send them to the border as sheriff's deputies. we got going to take that down.
0: There are hundreds of thousands of veterans in this country that have served honorably. This is my call to action to you. Go to the border. Go. And when I tell you when they come across the border that I'm gonna kick their teeth in, I am not talking about any pregnant women. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know of any pregnant women that they wouldn't be propping up, just like the terrorists over in the Middle East and Africa prop up innocent people because they're cowards. These people coming into this country are cowards. These people are effluvium. They wanna come in and they wanna prop up other people. Do I wanna give every child an opportunity? You're daggone right I do in every single country, but we do it there. We build what they have there. We build it so that they don't wanna come here. Much of why they wanna come here, and I'm gonna tell you this, because I know this to be that's a fact. That's the Kamala Harris plan. What?
1: That's the Kamala Harris plan, that if only if we, if we give them sewer systems, then they won't come here. And that's her big plan.
0: No, it's not build a sewer systems there. You don't build sewer no, that's systems what, that's in the country when plan. your sewer systems here are falling her apart. Plan.
1: That's her plan. I'm just telling you her plan to, to go and give them electricity because they say, oh, they're all running here because they don't have electricity. That's, that's how that's insane they're
0: That's is. not true. There There is no place. Dude, where do people in America go to go vacation? <laughs> Those countries. Where? So so let's turn this around a little bit. You got people literally that are in Mexico and we go to Mexico to vacation. You ever been to a place that doesn't have power? I
1: don't go to Mexico
0: vacation because I don't want to. Be disappeared, but
1: historically people have.
0: <laughs> Mexico, there's a place called Antigua, which is one of the, the eighth wonders of the world. It's in a place down in Guatemala. It's a perfect mountain. Casa Santo Domingo, which is a hotel that used to be a monastery that has the, one of the earliest sightings of a painting to Jesus that's down underneath it. It's absolutely amazing. It was excavated uh, somewhere about 40 or 50 years ago. Beautiful places. You have Mazatlan. You have Brazil. You have what used to be great about Argentina. Not so great now. I we, mean, we, we go there for vacation. We go there because it's beautiful. People come to the United States because there's no opportunity. There's no opportunity because... We, they, they don't have the problem. They, they right there in, in their environment have the corruption that they're trying to bring into the United States. And they figure if they screw this place up bad enough, no one will want to come here. They'll just stay there. Uh, we got plenty of crap down here. We won't have to come there. Unfortunately, that destroys the fiber of everything our country stands for
1: going to step away real quick to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars is a patriot-owned business with an extensive line of historically-themed individual cigars and cigar collections, including the Commander Series, the Founder Series, and the President Series. All of their packaging is proudly made in the USA by American workers, and it's a truly unique gift for both cigar and history lovers alike. So here's the deal. When you go to LibertyCigars.com and use promo code BFREE B-E-F-R-E-E, B-E-F-R-E-E any order over $76 is going to receive a free additional Benedict Arnold cigar. That's right, a free cigar added on top. Now, this is the perfect gift for your traitorous liberal family members or friends, or just for anyone, or smoke it yourself. Again, go to libertycigars.com and use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E to get a free Benedict Arnold cigar added to all orders over
0: $76. Somebody just said, Joe, you're a fighter. You're not going to write him a fighter. I am a fighter. I don't believe that what we're doing is good for this country. I don't believe that it's good for their country. I don't believe it's good for the people coming here, and I don't believe it's good for the people that are here. And you could make the argument that we need to you know, have mass amnesty and they won't do DACA, so let's open the borders. When you have somebody that comes in a position of power, which by the way, this is happening right now, who wants to run the treasury, is it the treasury? Who, by the way, up till 2019 was a part of a communist group on Facebook, is that true? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, the, uh, the the new nominee for the comptroller, uh,
0: the Marxist group, since in two thousand nineteen. And you want to put that yeah, person? a couple years ago. You want to put that person into a position of power and authority inside of our government? And you don't? Well, think that's the that facts blast
1: in- for today. That's the facts blast today from our resident USSR expert Jake. Um, this woman, Omarova, Biden wants to make her the comptroller of the currency. Which would basically give her regular regulatory control over banking. Not only did she live in the Soviet Union, not only did she go to the to Moscow State University, not only was there, she there on a Lenin academic scholarship, but she did a thesis on Karl Marx's like economic revolutionary theory, and she won't let anyone read what it's about. She won't let anyone read it. Now, Joe, if you live in the Soviet Union and you go to Moscow State University on the Lenin scholarship and they allow you to write a thesis on Karl Marx's theory of economic revolution, um, you don't write a thesis that's critical of Karl Marx. You write a glowing thesis of, yeah, this this is great. Marxism is great. Otherwise, you're not allowed to publish the thesis. You're expelled from school. You lose your scholarship. You probably get disappeared, but she won't let anyone read what she wrote. So again, that is the facts blast today. If you guys want to check it out, link is in the description. Also, if you haven't already sign up for our email newsletter, that link is in the description. That's how you can get our, our daily facts blasts. Dana, she was on a, a Marxist Facebook group just a couple years ago.
0: And we should allow that person into our, into our government. We should allow it. We, we, you know, if, if that happens and she is confirmed, if, if that happens and she is confirmed, which she should not be, that's, that, that right there should be, that should be the shot heard around the country. Right there. That should be the last straw. See, we keep putting the straws on the camel's back. Do you notice how, by the way, that the, these pieces of trash in Congress are still talking about raising your taxes? Inflation is going through the roof. A loaf of bread in March of 2020, a loaf of bread in March of 2020 was $1.57, right? Yeah. A loaf of bread today, one loaf of bread today for the cheapest version out there is $3.37 if you buy two loaves. That's today. It's over double. It's over double for a loaf of bread. Here's something you guys don't know. You wanna know why I get fired up? I've given my life to help those in most in need. My life. Everything that I've done has been in the service of others. Every single thing. Somebody calls me at two o'clock in the morning, Joe, I need your help, I'm there. Someone got themselves in legal trouble while mentoring for this team, I'm there. Someone gets in trouble and gets hurt on a motorcycle accident and needs help because this just happened, I'm there. I'm there. I've done all, needs an education, and hey, their sun is very bright and the inner school environment not going to give them, let's put them in a private school. I'm going to help with that. Migrants that come here legally need help. I'm there. Sit on boards, fix things, hand out food, do things to mentor people. I've done it all. And yet here we sit having a conversation about, th- th- when we start talking about the things they put in front of us from a congressional standpoint and raise taxes and do all this stuff and and put these people that are that are communists in our environment at, to lead our country. We, we, we've already put ourselves in a place where we've, we've lost. There's nothing left. And then we talk about what's happening We're, in he, L.A. We talk about what's happening in L.A. Yeah. Los Angeles. Food stores in some of the poorest neighborhoods in Los Angeles have all closed. So there was a story that just came out about a 11-year-old boy who just died in Los Angeles. Do you know what he died of? COVID. I don't know. Malnutrition.
1: Do no food. That's, that's not heard of in the United States. That never happens in the United States.
0: Because they can't get food. They can't get food because all the thugs and criminals go in and steal everything and cause them to basically freeze out and create food droughts in some of the poorest environments in our country. Yeah, food deserts. And and then what? And then what do we do for that 11-year-old boy? We want 150,000 people to come in here and we can't even take care of an 11-year-old boy that's here, that's a citizen of our country, and we watch it happen, and you say, well, she had an EBT card. She could have gone and got him food where? She doesn't have a car. She doesn't have transportation or well, she would take the bus. Oh yeah, so she can get raped by some illegal. Let's do that. Maybe she could walk five miles and walk five miles back and hope she doesn't get shot or stabbed or, or treated uh, unfairly by somebody in her environment. What, what are we doing, Max? What are we doing? What are we doing when the people, the, the wealthiest people inside of places like Silicon Valley, or just hire some personal security for their places out in, in San Francisco, and so they no, longer, they no longer feel safe. 11-year-old boy dies of starvation in our country, but we want 150,000 people to come across the border, and we wanna, we wanna be okay with Biden doing that without sending three, four, 500,000 people down the border, and I keep raising the number of people because I think you need to step in the gap. Men, where are you? Nine-year-old raped at the border in Texas. That should be the poster child. Right there. Not some squabble between two entitled kids that resulted in the girl dying and then the guy dying with this this that that was all over the media forever. And I'm sorry that uh, what her name? What's her name? I don't know. Is it Gabby something or other? Gabby Petito. Gabby Petito. That's not the poster child for this country. That's a distraction we we'll put in front of you. It's not the poster child for our country. The poster child for our country is the nine-year-old little girl that on a sidewalk in Texas was raped, or the 11-year-old boy that died because he starved to death. Now, I don't know if the parents were bad parents or not, but I do know that the reason they came out with was, listen, I can't get food. As Max says, food desert. I can't go anywhere. Or how about the little kid that gets shot on the street in Chicago because you got MS-13 that's basically chopping people up and stabbing people to death. But you know what? Let's, let's send Steve Bannon a uh, contempt citation. That makes perfect sense to me. Let's do that, I think that's a better idea. I think that let's go ahead and do the dog and pony show and chase Steve Bannon while people in our community are burning to the ground. And better yet men, let's go to soccer practice. I mean 52% of everything that you do uh, goes to the government anyway, why don't make say 60? Just ignore it, men. Today's been a fired up day for me, Max, I'm fired up. And I'm fired up because I'm disappointed in this country. I'm disappointed in our politicians. I think they're complete trash on both sides of the aisle. And I don't think that they know how to stand up and speak for the American people. And I think that we give them a voice by saying there's nothing we can do because there's everything we can do. No one's saying there's nothing we can do. You keep – maybe you're just talking about like the the hypothetical
1: we or you. But I've never said there's nothing we can do. Here's the example. We talked about the comptroller, Omarova. Joe. No one is going to pick up arms and fight to stop a nomination to a position they don't even know what it is, right? Before this nomination, I, didn't, I couldn't tell you what the comptroller of the currency does. I probably could have guessed, right? But, but this whole thing with Omarova, I had to research it and, and start learning all the different things that she would be doing if she got into power. So our position is to educate people. To explain to people what's going on, just how bad it is, so that they can take action. And obviously the violence is the absolute last resort, right? But before we can get someone to take up arms to stop something, you got to get them to pick up their laptop and and write their congressman. If, if they won't do that, if they don't care enough about that to just write a quick email or send a fax blast right? or, or write a letter. If they're not willing to do that, they're not going to get up and take arms, yeah. take up arms. And that's our, our job. Our, we have to educate them to show them just how bad it is. And they're absolutely will reach a point where Joe, you're out there and I'm right standing right next, next, next to you. Right. You know that.
0: Yep. But, but, but the problem is Max is that I probably won't wait. I probably won't wait. And that's the dangerous part. The dangerous part is not doing anything. The dangerous part is letting them create an environment where they draw the line, in the sand. And they say, if you cross that, I will, take, I will make you a political prisoner. Uh, we're already political prisoners. Let's stop pretending we're not political prisoners. Let's stop pretending that we can just talk our way out of this and compromise, and let's compromise. Compromise, compromise, compromise. You know, the one thing that I think that President Trump is probably upset at the most is the fact that even during his time, the four years in office, that he even used or uttered the words compromise. I'm sure that he is absolutely just upset over that because there is no compromise for terrorists. There is no compromise for terrorists. There's no compromise for, for communists. This is their manifesto, is lie, cheat, steal, and take from the American people. And we let it happen. And, and frankly, it's not just the Republicans that let it happen, it's the Democrats that let it happen too. And the independents that let it happen by saying I'm gonna stand firmly in the middle. Independence does not mean that you don't stand up for the morals and the, the ethics of our country, the ethos, the thing that runs us, the heart of our nation. It has always been to be generous. We gave billions of dollars to the Haitians only to watch Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton steal it and not one dollar make its way to them. Now they're all coming here. And, and you know what? If, if anybody should have to be able to come here, it should be the Haitians. We, we had U.S. mercenaries that went in there and murdered the president of, of Haiti, murdered. They murdered it and they were U.S. mercenaries. They weren't from another nation. And one of the guys that literally is sitting in jail down there, I read a fact tech, you don't get access to him, I do. And he's saying, well, we thought we were there to protect him. <laughs> you shot the president of the nation, yeah. the fifth s- such world leader to be executed or assassinated in the last year, all of which just happened to be people that did not align with getting the vaccine. And what do you think they're trying to do in Haiti right now, Max? They're stuffing that vaccine down their throats like they're M&Ms. And they're killing people. And you get Nicki Minaj that steps out, and they want to come after her. And then you get people that are going in there talking about Kyrie Irving, who now can't play because he won't take the poison into his body. You have another NBA player, same thing happens. And we're talking about a border right now that is wide open, for terrorists and bad people to come across. No, it's absolutely
1: serious. If this caravan gets as big as we suspect it will, and if that caravan decides to set up a shantytown the way that the Haitians did, that caravan will be like the 180th biggest city in the country. Let that sink in. If that caravan crosses all at once and they create a little shantytown under the bridge just like the Haitians did, by size, it would be like 180th, 190th largest city in the country. They're a little shanty town. No, they're not going to do that because there's not enough resources in the area. Not enough water. It would be, it would be a mess. But those are the numbers we're dealing with. Right? And as I said, Joe, there's going to be a day where we absolutely have to get out there. And I'll be standing right next to you, and you know that. But we we have to make sure that we don't fall into the left traps. right? We have to make sure that, that we that we don't get accused of, of fomenting violence. I don't like walking on eggshells. But when you see that they're railroading people who just went to the bathroom inside the Capitol building and they're declaring that they're domestic terrorists, right? They took their jobs away. They took everything away. And they, they're they're sitting behind bars still. Oh, also when they're behind bars, they're getting beaten. They're getting abused. One guy broke his, his wrist. I think it was his wrist, his hand. And for weeks, they've just been giving him Tylenol. No, they they are looking for an excuse. I'll they give them an excuse. They are looking for an excuse. That, well, no, you can't give them an excuse because you're too valuable as, as a, a leader of the movement. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that we don't reach a point where we go down there. We just have to make sure that we don't do something that's going to either set us back or take us out of the game completely. Do you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. I have more years of experience than you do. I have many more years of experience than you do. And frankly, I've seen the sharp edge of the sword more times than you have. I've been in the place where I've been shot at I have a gun put to my head. They threatened to cut my head off with a slasher, which is, by the way, a sword. I've been, I've been in those situations. I, I'm also here to tell you that I'm still here. And so, you know, you're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised the day after. And we have to do something to stop, stop the erosion of our society, stop the erosion of our community. We have to stop them from taking away our First Amendment right. We have to stop them from coming after our Second Amendment right. We have to stop them from doing the things that they're doing and pushing stuff off, offshore to make it so that we have to suffer as Americans. They're doing it on purpose. And at what point lawlessness becomes law, then we have an obligation. We don't have a right. You have an obligation to stand up and evict these people. You have an obligation to stand at the border and protect that border from those enemies, foreign and domestic. The domestic ones being the ones that aren't securing the border and aren't preserving our rights as citizens, and the ones that are foreign that are trying to come in and bring dirty bombs and rape children, because that's what they're doing. But again, the yeah, radical no, I, left,
1: I, I, I agree the with radical you.
0: left would it's, rather talk about the fact that there's a mean tweet. The radical left would rather talk about the That's fact true. that people are saying "F Joe Biden." Well, guess what? F Joe Biden, F Kamala Harris, F the re- radical leftists, F all of them.
1: If if we go down there and we and we and we cite the Declaration of Independence and we yeah. say that when a government des- becomes destructive to the ends, is our right to right. abolish it. There is no going back from that.
0: Yep. Like
1: when the founders signed their name, when John Hancock signed yeah. his name extra low, extra big to make sure that King George could see it without having to put his spectacles on, right? There is no going back from that. Yeah, We just need to make sure that we don't cross the Rubicon, to use another historical reference, until we're actually ready to do it. Because if Caesar had crossed the Rubicon before he had amassed his army, he would have been smoked. That, that's all I'm saying. We, we have yeah. to be prudent. And we have to make sure that we do this right, because there are, it, the, the road ahead is littered with mines. It's
0: it is. No, it's not. It is. The the, the okay. road ahead. The road ahead is doing exactly what they tell you you can't do because you're afraid to do it because of the consequence they tell you you'll face. The road is going to be hard, but it's going to require a bold stand.
1: This podcast also sponsored by Reawakening, a new docu series out November fifteenth. If you want to pre-order this new documentary, you use promo code CD21, CD21, and this is what you're going get, to gonna get. You're going to get 10% off your order. You're going to get entered into the running to get backstage passes for a Reawaken America tour event, and you're also going to get entered into the running to meet General Flynn. It's over a $1,000 value. So again, if you want to pre-order this amazing new documentary coming out November 15th, go to the link in our description and use promo code CD21. It's going to require
0: a bold stand. And and frankly, I believe in that bold, stand. I believe in the ability to do the right thing and let God sort it out. Have faith and act in that faith and make sure you don't do things where you're doing it with evil intent. Make sure you're not doing something to destroy other people because you become the very thing that you're fighting against. But do it because the picture of that nine-year-old girl being raped on the sidewalk was too much to bear. Do it because an 11-year-old that dies of hunger because they can't get food is too much to bear. Do it because you can steal up to $900 and people are walking in and just wiping out whole Walgreens, right? And getting away with it because they say they're not going to arrest those people. Do it for them. Do it for those people who matter. Do it and start creating consequences for those that want to treat you like you don't matter. And let the rest of it sort itself out, Max. Max let the rest of it sort itself out. Again, you don't have to call the violence to actually recognize that Antifa and BLM are trashy, evil organizations designed to bring in, usher in communism and Marxism. Yeah. And we have to make sure that we don't let them in. We have to make sure the border does not stay open. We have to make sure that they don't destroy everything we are because they're jealous. No, so and, and and there, are ways that, there are ways that we're
1: working on it. It's just, they're not particularly sexy ways. Like I, I mentioned the deputizing of citizens in these different mm-hmm. counties. That's not very sexy, right? When you talk about policy, policy, the remaining remain Mexico policy, the migrant protection protocol, it's not a sexy topic, right? But the migrant protection protocol, MPP, remain in Mexico, whatever you want to call it, if it is in place before the caravan gets there, Biden would be prohibited from letting a single one in. They'd have to stay in Mexico while their cases are adjudicated. It's not sexy, but it's a solution. What What the state of Texas is doing is they are now going to throw the book at every single illegal migrant that they catch. If they can get them on trespassing, if they can get them on trafficking, whatever they can get them on, child endangerment, whatever, their plan is to throw the book at them and put them behind bars. And yeah, maybe they stay behind bars for a year. Who knows? But at least it's not just an open gate. So it's not particularly sexy. And I get that. It's not exciting. But we can still stop this without needing to fire a single shot. I wouldn't be talking... If I believe if I didn't believe that, right, if we had reached a point where where violence or or armed revolution was the only solution, I'd be right there. But I don't think we've reached that point yet. I I don't. And maybe I'm just the the hopeless optimist. Maybe I'm the the 30 something year old person who has two young kids at home. It's my youngest son's first birthday on Wednesday. Maybe that's why I don't want to go out and do Patriot stuff quite yet. Lots of reasons. But when it comes time, I'll be right there. I just I'm don't already, think it's time. I, and I, I don't, don't think and, that and, we and, should listen, be rushing to make it time.
0: I, I, think that it is, I think it's time for us to take a stand. Now, well, if you're asking me whether it's time to declare war against our government, it's never a time to declare war against our government because we are the government. But it is a time that we actually take taxes and cut it in half. We cut the government doles by 50, 60, 70%. We stop exporting all of our jobs, start exporting all the things that we're doing and reset our environment. I do believe that that, it is the time. And I do believe we don't have to wait to do it. We don't have to wait. We don't have to wait, yet we keep waiting. Yeah. Well, we are almost out of time. Is it,
1: do you want to do a quick update on the ranch? I know you wanted to mention that.
0: I did before, we, uh, before we wrapped yeah. up. No, I'll do it tomorrow. Guys, okay. listen. I want to. I want to tell everyone this. I'm. I'm not. I, I am the righteous anger that I have is not one to run out and just, you know. Grab. You know, somebody came to me and said, "Hey, Joe, is it, it's about that time," and I was like, "It's not that time yet." But standing up and standing firm, shoulder to shoulder with other men. And protecting your women and children, that's the God given, that's what God wants you to do. So bring home the bread. I'll eat your ramen noodles every day. I'm not I might have to go buy stock in ramen noodles. I'll fill the whole place with it. And yeah, there's not a lot of Well, whatever. Sorry, I ate too ma- I ate too many of them in college. I can't I can't even think about it. But to me it doesn't it, it's it's not about that. It's not. It's not about that at all. What's it what's it about to me? What it is about to me, personally, is making sure that we have enough courage, we have enough constitution internally, that we have enough just steady, eddy uh, maturity that we recognize that what we're up against is an ultimate evil, and evil knows no bounds until you decide to say no, until you learn the power of the word no. And so I want that. I want the power of the word no. I want us to do something and get everyone to the border. And when that 150,000 people shows up, They're not coming through. They're not coming through. And that will force two responses. One, Mexico better do something about it because we will. And if we are doing something about it, then guess what they ought to do as well. They ought to make sure that Biden maybe has to do something at that point. Maybe the border patrol is like, this is gonna get out of hand. Maybe they'll recognize that there are real consequences for you invading a nation that is a sovereign nation whose people are already suffering because of these massive illegal dirt bags that are coming in, maybe they start looking at things as the problem instead of looking at the symptoms of the problem. Maybe they go back and say, maybe we should relook at how we treat other nations, how we give them money. Well, they want two billion dollars. Maybe, we, maybe Max, then instead of giving two billion dollars to Mexico, which they just pass around to the cartels, that we stop doing that, and maybe we use that to say, hey, we'll send down contractors to build things for you roads, sewers, whatever. I I don't know, I don't know what the, if we're already gonna give them the money, then let's make sure that it actually gets spent the way it's supposed to be spent, to help the people. But we can't even do that, because the amount of greed and corruption that permeates our government, it's like a, a club, a mob, organized crime, is off the charts. Maybe we do that. But what we don't do is we don't keep electing these pieces of trash, and we push you to run for office, get to the border, secure it, gather up your men, walk door to door to your neighbors, create like-minded environments, and then go find other like-minded environments, and you have your you have your group, they have their group, and you meet and you start collecting as a community. Democrats, Republicans, independents, and you leave the radical left and you say that's not what we are. We are not that. But if we don't do that, we're in for we're in for a ride because we're letting things happen to us rather than making sure that we we can make things happen for us. See, so when you wait for yeah. other people to affect you, you become the victim. And you'd say, well, sometimes you win, sometimes. Sometimes you win the lottery, too. And I don't know if many people on here that have won the lottery. But if you won the lottery, then God bless you. I won the lottery, get, you know, one of eight, very poor family. I won the lottery of being successful. But well, I did it with hard well, work.
1: They say that everyone... <laughs> Everyone listening to this podcast, you won the lo- won the lottery by being born into the United States.
0: Yeah. Well, there's people not I mean, listening in the United States. There's people that's listening all that's over the true. country, that's all over the world. And by the way, I want you to, to say this. First thing you do in the morning is wake up and you pray. There's the people in Australia, which right now are just, these people are warriors. They're standing up. And it's not just 100 people or 1,000 people or 10,000 people. It's millions of people are standing up there. And you got the prime minister and their smug little, I wanted to smack that little smug look off her face. That she's deliberately creating two? Yeah. Deliberately creating two classes. People wake up. How many people does it take to push over a building? You don't know because you've never tried. How many people does it take when they have bullets and you don't have bullets? I don't know. How How many people have to get slaughtered? I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that question is, but I do know that all over the world, the freedom, the, the ring of freedom, the idea of freedom is something that just exists in the soul of who you are as a man. Yeah. And so if we stand up, we win. If we don't stand up and we let things happen to us, we lose. That's not acting in faith. That's having faith and just hoping that God works it out. That's not what the Bible says in any religion. It's all
1: that yeah. well before we go if we can put up my screen mr producer we're moving all over the place in the different podcast rankings we're 72 in the united states for political podcasts
0: right now so we're climbing no, we're back not. up again this week we're ninth in okay. the country okay um so you're in norway we're number just 80. you're talking about just for apple podcast just apple podcast Yes. okay apple podcast
1: right. apple podcast rankings number 72 okay, just, on just, apple podcast just states. So
0: you, just so you know i mean i want to be clear We are ninth in the nation as of this morning when you put all of the different things together as far as we're We have tons,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, we we have tons. Apple Podcasts only makes up, I think about 50 to 60%. So we have a lot more downloads. Um, But on Apple Podcasts, 72 in the nation for uh, American political. In Norway, we're number 80 on Apple Podcasts. That's interesting. In Chile, number 29, we went down. We actually were 22 in the country yesterday in chile that's kind of crazy vietnam number 60 paraguay 54 albania 75 i don't know what's going on but if you're listening in these countries we welcome you to the conservative daily family and make sure you subscribe on apple Podcasts and help us climb higher and higher and higher up all of these
0: rankings guys i want you to know something I I don't care about the rankings. What I do care about is that more and more people are waking up, and all I want to do is be a word of encouragement, and I will step in the gap. You want to know who will step in the gap? I'll step in the gap. I stand with my brothers and sisters in Chile, Paraguay, Vietnam, Australia, Norway. I stand with all of you. I know that fundamentally as people, we all want the same thing. And see, they can't say that they're talking to a guy that's not educated. They can't say they're not talking to a guy that hasn't traveled the world. I've been in many, 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 many nations, many nations, nearly half of the nations in the world. I've been there. I have, I have done amazing things in my life, never asked for any sort of recognition for it. I built a company from a cocktail napkin to something bigger. They're not talking to someone who doesn't understand the fundamentals of finance. They're not talking to someone that doesn't understand what an election system should do. They don't, they're not talking to someone that doesn't understand security. They're not talking to someone that doesn't understand the fundamentals of an economy. They're not. And so, frankly, I'm a hard target. Max is probably one of the smartest <laughs> And, and people are staying here, stop talking, Max is, uh, uh, I want to uh, punch him. It, right? Shower the compliments. I'll he, take him. He, he <laughs> is ridiculously smart. He, he lacks common sense at times. I will tell yeah. you. Yes, he does. I agree to disagree on that one. All right, so he, he does. My, my wife lacks common sense. But if we agreed every time, I want everybody to understand this. If we agreed with everything we said, if we had the same way of doing things, this would be a very fired up, you guys would literally all have heart attacks. If it was two okay. of me, there would be it'd heart worry, attacks. Be we would be passing out. No, no, no. It would definitely not be boring. I but it, we, we, I would have heart attacks. You would Supreme have a heart attacks. could be exciting. Mr. Producer, tell me we wouldn't have heart attacks around the world. We would, we I'd would, watch we would, that every day. Yeah, but listen, we, we little, would have. A little myocarditis? All right, listen. We little would have people have heart attacks every day. We would lose some of our people because they would have heart attacks because I would fire them up so much all the time, right, that they would be up here all the time, right? And I don't want that. I want people to understand that we will win this battle, we will win this war, we will win every part of this, but it is going, and there is a but, it will take a huge amount of sacrifice, it will take a huge amount of endurance, it will take a huge amount of focus, and we will have to say unequivocally, here's the stand, and we will not go any further than here. And that's, quit moving the goalposts.
1: It's gonna gonna happen, but just as they said, whether it was in Lexicon or Concord, I forget which one, you don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. So when the moment comes, it, it will be undeniable. Everyone will understand. It, you won't even have to debate it. Yeah. But I don't think we're there yet. I hope we're not there yet. For the good of the country, I hope we're not there yet. Because if, if we're there, then we have very dark days ahead. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, again, subscribe to the audio edition. Of, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, all different places, and Audible. Um, So check us out there. If you can, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe there so we can climb higher up in those rankings. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern. So tune in for that. And if you need a little help, you can text the word FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517, and get added to our text alert system. Text alert system that will notify you when we're going live, how you can watch, and what we're going to be talking about. Also, there's a link in the description to sign up for our email newsletter. That's how you can get our fax blast. Again, today's fax blast is from our resident USSR expert, Jake, about Omarova, the actual communist, a literal communist that Biden's trying to put in charge of the banking system in this country. So if you want to fight back against stuff like that, join the email newsletter and sign up for those fax blast alerts. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire.
0: And my name is Joe Altman.
1: Remember everyone, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.